Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Saturday, November 26. Tesla is now starting to detect autopilot cheating devices that enable people to hold on to the steering wheel and act as if they are using it. In order to use autopilot and full self-driving beta, Tesla requires drivers to keep their hands on the steering wheel, of course. Some reckless drivers have used various improvised devices to trick the system. Tesla Scope, which digs into the software, found something interesting in the latest full self-driving beta update. Tesla can now detect autopilot defeat devices, and it forces drivers off autopilot if detected. This is an interesting new approach to the problem, as Tesla's full self-driving beta is getting into a wider release to anyone who bought the package in North America. It's no longer limited to drivers with a high safety score. Despite the namesake, the program still requires drivers to be attentive and responsible at all times. Tesla recently announced the opening as they push for the goalpost to eventually become a finished product. It used to be a goal of 1 million robo-taxis by the end of this year. Then it became 1 million people on full self-driving beta by the end of the year. And at the moment, it seems that everyone who paid up to $15,000 for full self-driving package now gets access to the beta version. Tesla issued a so-called recall on another 80,000 cars in China, another one that's fixed with a software update instead of in-person service. Last month, a Tesla recall of 1 million vehicles made headlines when it simply consisted of Tesla changing how the software handled the window operation. These instances have led Elon Musk to complain about the term recall, and as well he should. This time, according to the Chinese authorities, the recall includes 67,698 imported Model S and X vehicles with a software problem that's actually related to the battery pack. Separately, there is also a physical recall that's due to a seatbelt issue on around 13,000 Model 3s, 2,700 imported, and 10,000 made in China. With now over 20 recalls this year, it has been very busy for the automaker, but they are not alone in the recall issue. Ford has actually just confirmed that they are recalling another half a million vehicles due to a fire risk, and many other automakers have recalled millions of vehicles this year as it stands. If anything, the fact that a large majority of Tesla's recalls are quickly fixed with over-the-air updates, it shows the leadership that the automaker has in the customer experience. During the busy holiday travel season, a Tesla supercharger in Tennessee was blocked by an electric Mercedes EQS, which was owned by a local dealership. At this point, it's not entirely clear if the move was a publicity stunt or a clueless driver who didn't know how to charge or park the car. The non-Tesla electric vehicles, such as the EQS, cannot use the Tesla supercharger stations at the moment, but the vehicle was not really attempting to do so at the time. It seemed like it could have been an act of defiance as the car was parked laterally across two stalls, one of which happened to be marked for handicap access. The parking is leading many to believe that it was done intentionally to block vehicles. The vehicle, the Mercedes vehicle, was actually owned by a local Mercedes dealer who commented saying that it was given to a customer who did this without their knowledge. They also claimed that the customer ran out of charge around one mile away from the dealer and then erroneously parked at the Tesla charger. Electrek confirmed that the vehicle was indeed low on charge, however, it was also moved away from the stall without having needed to charge. So, Tesla has reduced supercharging prices in many regions as the charging business starts to mature a little bit. 
After several price increases throughout the last year, many supercharger stations are now charging 50 cents per kilowatt hour, which can result in a typical cost of $30 to charge a usual EV battery of 60 kilowatt hours. Now, several Tesla owners across many different markets have been reporting over the last few days that Tesla has reduced prices at their local stations. A Tesla owner in California reported that the prices were down by as much as $0.05 cents per kilowatt hour, or 10%. Some price drops in Europe are even double that figure, although they are paid in European pennies or metric monies or whatever they use over there. We're not entirely sure what is driving down the cost, but Tesla is slowly opening the supercharger network to non-Tesla electric vehicles. That actually turns the network into a real business generator instead of just a feature to help sell vehicles. Tesla is rumored to be working on integration of Dolby Atmos into their cars in order to deliver better surround sound. In recent years, Tesla has independently put an emphasis on sound inside their vehicles, using things like Tesla Glass to provide better acoustics inside. The sound system in the Model 3 has been well received by audiophiles, and the one in the new version of the Model S has also received positive reviews. But now, a report from BGR lists an unnamed source saying that, quote, Tesla has been working with major record labels for months to bring Dolby Atmos to Tesla cars. Now, this claim would actually run counter to Tesla's previous dealings, in which the automaker mostly deals with providers like TuneIn, Spotify, and even Apple Music. At Electric, we take it with a grain of salt. We think that Dolby Atmos integration actually does seem likely at some point, but we don't imagine that it would go through music labels. Vietnamese electric car maker VinFast hit a major milestone on Friday when they shipped the first batch of the VF8 SUVs to the USA. VinFast made their grand debut at the LA Auto Show just last year, introducing the VF8 and VF9 EVs. The first 100 deliveries of the VF8 began in September, and now they're continuing in earnest with 5,000 more rolling onto the boat. The first U.S. customers can expect to receive their orders by the end of this year. Going forward, the automaker plans to continue exporting the VF8 lots to the U.S. and Canada in early of 23. VinFast VF9 deliveries will also commence at the start of next year, with global reservations for the VF5, 6, and 7 starting soon. No word yet on how many of those first customers signed up for the VinFast battery rental plan. Hyundai and SK plan to invest $1.9 billion to build a new EV battery plant in the U.S. The partners are scheduled to sign a Memorandum of Understanding on November 28th in Georgia, where Hyundai is building its first EV facilities. According to the Korean Economic Daily, Hyundai and SK are discussing a 50-50 joint venture to build the factory with an annual production of 20 gigawatt hours, or enough for around 300,000 EVs. The same output is expected from Hyundai's other Georgia facility, where the automaker has been in talks with LG Energy to build yet another EV plant in the U.S. The Hyundai Motor Group has had success thus far in the transition to electric, with strong demand for their vehicles. However, experts have warned that the pressure could be built on Hyundai's EV sales due to the Inflation Reduction Act's strict battery resourcing and assembling requirements. In today's community comments, several of you had wished us a happy Thanksgiving here at the home, and I wanted to thank you for your holiday wishes. I was actually kind of excited because on the way back from Grandma's house this Thanksgiving, it was quite snowy in the canyon, and I 
kind of got excited to test out the new electric vehicle in the snow. My last EV was just a Nissan Leaf, so nothing really remarkable about that. But with this new vehicle, the Hyundai Ioniq 5, it does have a snow mode, which is like a traction control. I think that's going to be fine, but I'm actually really curious on how it will handle considering the thing is a 5,000 pound crossover. I think it's going to be quite fun to test out. What do you guys think? Have you had any experience with big, heavy EVs in the snow? I'd like to hear about it because I've only had little guys. This is quite the change for me on this monstrous vehicle that I've had. But at any rate, thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.